the Ravens have a historic passing offense? We'll break it down on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to Fantasy Football Today in 5. It's Tuesday morning and I'm Chris Towers here with Dan Schneier to talk about Monday Night Football and to preview the Week 6 waiver wire. We'll start with three big questions from Monday night's game. And we've got to start with the biggest name. Lamar Jackson, 442 yards and four touchdowns. I believe this was the first time a player has passed for 440 yards with an 85% or percent completion percentage or better. Uh, with 50 rushing yards was the stat, I with believe. With 50 rushing yards as well. Okay, so yeah, he had a huge game with Same. very little coming from the Ravens rushing game. He's up to QB5 in fantasy scoring. There were some... Oh, man, is Lamar Jackson having a disappointing start to the season discussions earlier? Uh, a couple, you know, maybe within the last week or two. Is he back in the overall QB1 discussion with Patrick Mahomes and Kyler Murray and Josh Allen, whoever is in that discussion for you? I think for sure. And I hope that the Ravens learned a lesson tonight. They don't need to go down multiple scores to be a pass first offense. Lamar Jackson yeah. has taken a big step forward as a passer. Marquise Brown has taken a big step forward as a receiver. And those two things combined lead to them being a really good team when they go past first. And he's put up all those points tonight without a rushing touchdown. So just think about that. Those will come. He was very close on a couple of those and still hasn't broken his patent, you know, 50, 60, 70 yard touchdown. Those are coming too in the run game. Yeah, he is averaging about six to seven attempts per game more than his career high in 2019. He's up to about 33 per game right now. He's been above 30 in four out of five games. He was averaging 8.7 yards per attempt coming into tonight when he passed for 442 yards on 43 pass attempts. He is having an absolutely outrageous season. And I said before this game, if the if Marquise Brown hadn't dropped those three touchdowns, we would be talking about the leap Lamar Jackson has made as a passer. Well, we need to have that discussion. He is having an absolutely ridiculous start to the season with very little help from the running game. We'll stick with the Ravens for the next two questions about Monday Night Football because it was such a big game for them. Although, I do want to note how good Jonathan Taylor was in this one, 170 yards and two touchdowns. A lot of it came on one big screen pass, but starting to think Jonathan Taylor may be like a Saquon Barkley type where you might have to live through a stretch where he goes like 35 carries, averaging 2.8 or 3.0 yards per carry before he breaks a big play, but you know the big play is going to come eventually. So don't panic about the slow start he got off to. Where do Mark Andrews and Marquise Brown rank at their respective positions rest of season? Both had two touchdowns. Uh, Mark Andrews, I believe, had the fourth highest fantasy total for a tight end in a game of all time with his 11 catches, 147 yards, and two touchdowns. A historic game for him. Yeah, for me, Mark Andrews moves up the ranks. As long as I can trust this Ravens offense to move forward three. to the pass-first offense. Yeah, three, maybe even two. The way Darren Waller's looked these two of the four, uh, four games so far, and I'm not giving up on Waller by any means. Don't, mm -hmm. don't get me wrong, but that whole Raiders team is a mess right now, so I don't want to get too far behind any of them. But yeah, three or two. And then as far as Marquise Brown goes, like, we were a year early. Some of us, I believed in the breakout last year. Had him mm -hmm. in all leagues. Unfortunately, he didn't double down as much this year, but had him in some dynasty. And now it's coming. I mean, he has the deep speed to beat you on the deep routes. Those, like you mentioned, if he catches any of those drop balls, he's even he's has an even unbelievable. He'd be uh, a top you know, five wide receiver right, if he had right. if he caught two of them. I believe there it is. And yeah. so I put him in the top twelve right now. Wow. I really do. Yeah, he's he's been awesome. I think for me, it's more like top 15 or top 20, but okay. absolute must start player moving forward. Same can't be said of the running backs on the Ravens. Is there any reason to roster Tyson Williams or Latavius Murray? If you need help, there's been, I believe, 14 to 16 running back changes since week one already due to either injury or underperformance. Could you drop them if you need Daryl Williams or Devontae Booker? 
Yes, if you need one of those two, yes, I definitely think you can. I would be more willing to hold on to Latavius Murray. Still seems like he has more of the quote-unquote lead role. Yeah, but he was involved the, down in the fourth quarter and overtime late in that game. So Right, and, and even get some receptions, which you didn't always think he could get. But overall, this Ravens run-blocking unit is not what it used to be. They've had injuries. They've had guys retire in recent years, mm-hmm. and they're just they, they traded Orlando Brown Jr., so they're just not the same run blocking unit they used to be so i think this team will move forward as a pass first offense and i don't trust any of those backs i think that makes sense moving over to waiver wires we'll have the full waiver wire show on fantasy football today in the main feed on tuesday morning but who would you rather have darrell williams or Devonte booker i'm going darrell williams here i don't fully trust Devonte booker right now especially if daniel jones is forced to miss time with a concussion i also just would rather get exposure to that chief's offense and remember the giants made Devonte booker inactive one of these weeks and played sure. their rookie gary brightwell that's not the best sign no it's it's not a great sign uh Speaking of the Giants, how high would you rank Kadarius Toney for week six if he is able to play? There there does appear to be some kind of injury that he's dealing with. Knowing Galladay will be out for two weeks, still uncertain timelines for Shepard and Slayton could both be out. They didn't really get much practice in last week. The mm-hmm. Giants simply ran their passing game through Tony, so I think he can be safely played as a top 36 receiver with upside, depending on if Daniel Jones plays. But you even saw it with Mike Glennon. He put up some yeah. yards in that second half with Glennon as well. 10 catches for 189. That's incredible. And real quick, I, I know you've got an obvious answer to this one. David Njoku or Hunter Henry, if you need a tight end for. Well, my obvious six. answer may be different than yours. I like Hunter Henry yeah. and the rapport he's developing with Mac. I think David Njoku, he's not going to be consistent because it's primarily a downfield role for the Browns. But I've right. really liked what we've seen. He looks healthy. He's got two big games so far. I think David Njoku is the upside play at tight end on waivers this week. I have faith that there's upside there. And if he hits, he's going to help you win a week. So. That'll do it for today's episode of Fantasy Football Today in 5. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Thanks.